This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Yo, Raptor listeners, Raptor watchers, I am your host, Aiden Moss. This is the wrap-up. I'm joined by my boys, Oren Weisfeld and Saha Abdi. My boys, how are you doing, Saha? Long time no see. What's you guys, life updates, life updates Saha? Yeah, um, straight. <clears throat> yeah, one of my siblings is getting married soon, so I've been preparing for that. But uh, because I'm an arrogant you know, piece of S... What I will say is um, I went on a trip to California, first time on the West Coast. Haven't been to the States since I was a kid. Was there for 10 days, visiting a friend. Amazing. California's a simulation, man. Same weather every single day for 10 days. No wind until like midday, which is like perfect because like you're at the beach midday. But um, yeah, it just just makes Toronto just look like a bipolar – very bipolar city so but it was fun it was a lot of fun la has its foibles whatever yeah man it's san diego was great dory huh? san diego was great. great yeah 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 oren what's new with you nothing you sound like Kawhi leonard uh leaving <laughs> us for san diego uh what's new with me yeah not a, not a whole lot the the weather in toronto is not a simulation it today it rained all day i don't think i don't think yeah. it called for that as far as i knew I had some big plans that got ruined playing basketball the weather, alone. The weather people but, lobby, man. That one day we have to take that down. I don't know how they still get paid. I 100% yeah. agree. That's the thing. I don't check it so that when it rains, I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, you're not disappointed. But, uh, yeah. Not, I mean, you've, you, the fan, has heard from me and Aiden. Um, but today we got we got an exciting new new thing we're going to try out. Yeah, we're we're getting creative because we're pining for basketball and any uh, any incarnation of it. And um, so, no, no, no. Thought- actually, I have something to say. Speaking okay. of pining oh. for basketball, the the Rico Hines runs analysis has gone absolutely out of hand this summer. Like, I, I'm starting to hate NBA Twitter during the off season. Honestly. I'm yeah. Like Rico it. has no idea what he's done with these videos because yeah. people are like, Oh, Coloco starting. I guess he might be in the starting lineup. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you see the shots that Gary Trent jr. Make meanwhile, we're only seeing the highlights, yeah. like not the misses. And it's like, guys, can we stop analyzing this footage for? God well, I want to know now if, if Jake Layman's coming to training camp because he was <laughs> spotted with a Raptors T-shirt. Yeah, it seems, it seems like so, everybody has a Raptors T-shirt. On. Yeah, Jalen Harris has a Raptors T-shirt there. Yeah. It's like maybe Jalen Harris just only has that's like his only NBA gear. So that's what. Or he's it's wearing. in Rico Hines' contract now that he's an employee <laughs> of the Toronto Raptors. He's got Earl Watson and Rico Hines are just walking into the gym and just shirts. Everybody's getting shirts. 
Whatever, Everybody's man. getting shirts. Paul George said it himself. He's like, if the Raptors don't come out of the hot at the beginning of the season, he's going to be shocked because of the because of these Rico Hines runs. So no, no, yeah. legit. Like the Rico Hines footage, I've started to only like the beginning and the end. Like I like Rico being like respect the gym, respect the tradition yeah, respect every me. time. And then the end when the vets when the vets and Earl Watson talks, like that's the best part of the videos it to is me. It's just part. the talking. Mm-hmm. We we should actually start our pods just like telling each other we love you, we respect each other. Respect the listeners. platform. Respect I love you, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Okay. Respect you, team. Yeah. You yeah. can tell we can just talk forever about anything. And and we kind of are, but this round's a little bit different. We're not Ooh, doing Toronto Raptor material. What we are doing in the coming day today and the coming days is we're going to do a draft of the NBA awards that are handed out. So we're going to do MVP today. We're going to do rookie of the year, coach of the year, six man of the year, most improved player. And I think that's it. Six man of the year. Yeah, I got that coach. So, uh, I'm going to pop the rules up here. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a snake draft five rounds the the points will be awarded at the end of the year, obviously, when the votes are given. And the top five vote getters will give us points. So, for, for example, last year, Jokic was first. So if I had chosen Nikola Jokic in this draft, I will get five points. The one catch is if, and we will show you that there are odds out there for the the, the players and the, the chances of them winning the award. If, for example... Marcus Smart wins the Defensive Player of the Year. He was greater than 2,000 odds. So he got a multiplier of two. So he got first place. He would have gotten 10 points. I would have gotten 10 points having chosen Marcus Smart instead of five. So I know that sounds a little bit confusing and maybe it's irrelevant to you, but that's how we're going to do this so that there's competition. And at the end of the year, we can say, you know, we had greater NBA acumen than our peers. Um, And... Perhaps if you're interested in putting some money down on any of these choices, you can keep an eye out for these greater than 2000 odds because clearly it's uh, it's worth your investment potentially. Just to clarify a couple of things, because when you said the Marcus Smart thing to me, I was confused. He's talking about for the defensive player of the year award, he would have gotten 10 points because he was outside the traditional odds. And for people who aren't very familiar with like betting and Vegas lines, we're talking about like whatever Vegas has their odds to win the award. That's what we are going off. So we'll show you on the screen. We'll show you who has what odds. So you'll know exactly who we're picking, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you'll the, know. So you'll know when we come back to this months later, Oren's not lying about tallying up his points and uh, yeah. doing all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I've never lied in my life, so you can Same. also just trust my word. Same. And and it, it's worth listening because I think there's some insight as to, like, who are up-and-coming players, who do we yeah. think is going to kind of pop, you know, like the Jordan Pools of the world. Um, and also which teams are going to be good because MVP yeah, relies so too. much on wins. For sure. Stuff like that. All right, so I'm going to take my screen. And I'm gonna randomize the draft order. We haven't. We don't know who's drafting. Oh no! If I do this, okay. There's gonna be eight teams, but we're just gonna do whatever <laughs> ours ours rank us. You can change. Right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, no. Here we go. Aiden is first. Oh, Sahal, and then Oren. Okay. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Aiden. Oren's Sahal, happy right now. He's on the clock. I'm not really because well, he wants that snake back to back. 
I if my guy gets me, I'll be happy, but okay. we'll see. I, I'm kind of skeptical and I'll be upset right. when you take him and I won't forgive. Okay. So let's pull up. First wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Overall up. pick. Here we go. Aiden Moss is going with uh, Aiden. Come on. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. <sighs> That's my guy. Bye. That's my guy. All right. And That's fair. I am so very close to taking Joel Embiid, but a health and B Giannis is a sociopathic serial killer NBA yeah. basketball player. He just walked onto the court against Belgium and had 60 points, 20 no, rebounds. No, no, no. You got and, God. That was that was fake. I did too, no, man. And I, re- I retweeted the fake tweet and no. he was like yeah. perfect from the free throw. I think he what was he weren't perfect from three two in that tweet. Like I yeah. just but the whatever. best part is that everyone believed it, which just well, goes why would to show you make what that he's up? capable of. But regardless, but like, exactly. It shows that he's capable. And the thing is, is he always has a chip on his shoulder no matter what. And yeah. un, despite what Gilbert Arenas will tell you, he is improving on his game. He is getting better. And I think I think the way they lost last year, um, you know, conti- like will just – it fuels his fire even more. So I feel very comfortable with Giannis walking onto that floor and proving himself as the best player in the NBA. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas has uh, a PhD in, in from Ball Don't Stop University, where he just talks about the purity of the game and all that good stuff. So yeah, I well, can kind of see uh, why some he of did a minor in uh, old man bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a good pick, yeah. um, and Giannis and, doesn't get injured. That's an important right. thing too. Yeah, like, and the fact that myself and Aiden shared that tweet goes to show that we believed that Giannis. What was it? Oh, Sixty-two so points, twenty rebounds. 12 assists, 10 blocks. I think it was something crazy like that. So, um, yeah. yeah, we got got. But Giannis is a great pick. I mean, I probably would have went one with him too. Um, yeah. And I'm up next uh, with the Best second Best player in the world, pick. Giannis. Best yeah, player. he is. Yeah, and I mean, if you don't think he is at this point, you know. Okay. You uh, uh, finish off the sentence, Warren. You don't know. Uh, you don't know Jack. Mythology. Yeah. Second overall pick. I'm not going to hold you guys up too much. Um, I have a little list here that I've been crafting over the last couple of days. Oh man! I'm gonna go. Prepared. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a chalk pick. This is chalk. This is easy. And I'm telling you guys, it's gonna get wacky a bit later because I want that double multiplier with the two thousand odds thing. But um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Luka Doncic. I just think Luka Doncic is the. Uh, <clears throat> there's a reason he's he's uh, top of the charts right now for that for that odds list you guys see. Um, or really any odds. If you search up NBA MVP odds, you look at the first five websites, they're going to have Luka first. Um, Luka is, I mean, you don't have to get into it. He is one of the most special players I think I've ever seen in my life. I've ever watched, um, you know, plays for Slovenia. Absolutely. Just, I, I get it. Goran Dragic and all those guys are there. This isn't a team that doesn't have any, you know, national representation in the NBA. Um, but Doncic has taken that that program to a whole nother level. And then what he's doing for Dallas is just insane. feels like every year he's taking that team deeper into the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go Luka, man. I think if there's one guy I'm probably going to bank on to win MVP, uh, and it's not Giannis, I think it just has to be Luka Doncic. So I'm going to go Luka with the second pick. I can't believe I'm saying Vlatko Kankar two podcasts in a row, but you didn't <laughs> shout out Kankar for the Slovenian <laughs> national team, man. 
there's there's a lot of good players on that team, but Luca is just I mean, when he puts that jersey on, it's it's a totally different ballgame. My only yeah. worry with Luca is uh if the Mavs get enough wins. Yes. Right. Because you kind of have mm-hmm. to be like a top three seed. And mm-hmm. like, do you think the Mavs are gonna be that but can, can, can I can I can I respond with would you be shocked if it was a Russell Westbrook situation where let's or say he finished fifth seed or sixth seed yeah or a Jokic situation fifth or sixth seed but Luca just what he did for that team I mean Jalen Brunson's gone now he's on the Knicks right so mm-hmm. um, that's true I, I don't that team there that's a big piece they're missing but um, I I think he can still win despite that I think he's that good is my point. The only other yeah. thing I'll say, which is I don't know if it's relevant or not, but uh, Doncic is twenty three, and there's been one dude who has been younger than twenty four that has won in the past, like uh, I would say, like thirty years, and that was Derek Rose when he was twenty two. So it kind of seems like the narratives lean towards guys who have kind of earned their stripes a little bit more. Than someone like Doncic. I don't know if it's necessarily the coincidental correlative, but he does seem like he might still be one year early to to like blow onto the scene and become the MVP. I don't think so. I I think the media is ready to give him his award. He's been the runner, he's been the odds favorite two years in a row now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that stat that you gave just goes to show that like most 23 year olds aren't this good, but he is this good. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't buy into that. Like the narrative thing, narrative matter for this award for sure. I just don't think it matters for him. The okay. only thing I worry about is the team success. Skinny we'll Luca. All right. Mm. Am I ready to go? Yeah. Are you? Okay. You tell My us. First pick is going to be, I'm writing these down just so everyone knows why I'm being rude. Steph Curry. First pick. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, I go twice, so it doesn't really matter. True. But yeah, I I, I do like him more than who I'm going to take more next. I mean, we talked about this on the over under pod. Mm. I just think the Warriors. Yeah, I just think Steph is primed for an MVP year. Um, I think the Warriors are going to be really good, and he's obviously the engine that makes that team go, especially now with like. Clay and and Draymond back. Yeah. Yeah, but those guys are a little bit less than they used to be. So mm-hmm. Steph has to take even bigger role in the offense and um the way he's worked on his body to where he can now like play on both sides of the ball for a full season and a playoffs is just makes me pretty confident that he'll be he'll be ready to roll. Steph is a great pick. Steph is a really good pick. Um Jordan Poole, all those guys are still there, but I mean, if you're yeah. not taking Steph with one of those back to back, that's that's my next pick. So Steph is a Steph is a good pick because I say it's a good pick. How about that? How about that? I'm just he's he's he he is due another tall. one, I think. But I'm just worried about age, and we talked about this with the over unders with Golden State. Like they they are another team with the eye on the prize, and they're just gonna like you know. They're going to monitor everything with those three guys as far as minutes played and back-to-backs and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm that would be my only hesitation with Curry is either a, a minor injury where they're like overly careful or that they just kind of – they limit his minutes just generally. But, I mean, you can't go wrong with, with the choice. Yeah. 
Yeah, guard I mean, depth, guard depth is going to be a little better for the Warriors. Uh, Moses Moody, I think, is going to step in and be pretty good for them this year. Dante Divincenzo. Yeah, they got Divincenzo there now. Um, and then obviously you have uh, Jordan Poole. So, yeah, that team's deep. It's that true. They're going to take some shots away from Steph. Uh, but ultimately, if the Warriors win whatever 55 60 games everyone knows why they're winning mm-hmm. even if other guys are scoring media members will be like yeah but they're scoring because Steph creates that gravity and like mm-hmm. that's a big part of stuff um second pick here this one is hard for me there's a lot of good options because now you're thinking about the multiplier right there's a lot <laughs> of good no not quite not if, yet okay. if Kawhi and LeBron were plus 2000 I would Mm-hmm. Right yeah. now, I'm not thinking about it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna take. I ought to know. I'll take Embiid. Embiid's that's, a that's a no brainer to me. He's not gonna win it, but he's probably gonna finish like top three. I almost, I almost took him first overall. I thought he's the obvious next choice. Yeah. I guess my thing is a injury scary. I'm scared of him getting injured and B I just think this version of the Sixers is less reliant on him than ever, which is good for them. But it also means like Maxi and Harden and Melton and these guys, I think they actually have a decent backup center. Like I just think Embiid's going to be less crucial to their success. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of when they had um, Tobias, Jimmy Butler, and all those guys there, where it didn't feel like the entire yeah. team was built around whether or not Joel Embiid um, succeeded. That's a good pick, though. Joel Embiid's See, a good pick. I disagree because back then, Jimmy Butler was arguably as good, and Ben Simmons was still in the mix as like, is this Ben's team or is this Joel's team? Mm-hmm. Joel's team and like now it's very clearly Joel's team Harden isn't at his peak powers anymore Maxi's only you know rising into it Harris is what he is like if if Philly wins you know 57 games or something and they finish atop the east I don't think it's like a Phoenix situation where Booker and CP3 like split the difference I think this is very clearly Embiid's award to win so I think there's a very clear picture for uh, Embiid to take this plus he's like whined and moaned all about not winning and so like mm-hmm. media is going to be a little bit more sensitive to it he he was second two years in a row right second and yeah, last in voting. yeah so so now it's and this is this brings me to my pick because can i just um, say I on think, Embiid? i yeah. just want to say on Embiid. um i don't think he's gonna win it honestly <laughs> i think he's gonna come <laughs> in like the, the top five i think he could come in the top five okay. but i don't think he's gonna win because a i don't think the sixers like have a reasonable path to being the like one seed and b, no, but i, I don't like this or i don't like this but even if now they're good, what you're I doing th- yeah you're, you're taking Embiid with your pick but then you're also saying you don't think he's gonna win so you win either way now now you've covered your tracks i don't well like i think I think it's I'll a get coward's some way points. out. I think I'll get some <laughs> points, but not not the full five points. The full five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because like I think like like Luca's a good example. He's so <laughs> the whole Mavs team is centered around Luca, and I don't think it'll be that way as much for Embiid this season as it has been in the past. So, but you could say that about Giannis. In terms of what centered around, I think Luca. Yeah, the, the Mavs no, are centered I mean, around like, Luca more than any. Giannis other. and Embiid have like similar kind of roles. I think. 
where they have two very good players around them, but it's it's their Mm -hmm. team at both ends. Clear, but Giannis is just better. And that's the other thing is that Yo Don Doncic is not a good defender. Embiid is arguably top three, as is Giannis. So I think that also boosts his stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Sahal, it's all you. Sahal, you all wanted to say. Um, so uh, Embiid, <clears throat> Oren took Embiid, um, and then that brought me to a thought where do I go to the man who just won back-to-back MVPs? But I believe wholeheartedly, entirely, completely in MVP voting fatigue. And I don't think there's a chance Jokic could win three times in a row. I think Jokic will have an MVP-level season but I don't think he wins three times in a row. Um, so my pick, it, for me at least, is clear. And I'm going to go with the man who I think is going to make a massive comeback this year, come back from injury. I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard with my second pick. So I'm going to go Kawhi is going to come back. Clippers are going to be really good again because Paul George is fully healthy. Kawhi is fully healthy. Um, and the team around them is pretty good. I mean, they added John Wall. I know a lot of people have given up completely on John Wall, but his role isn't to be the savior, isn't to be the guy. Um, he's going to be in a relatively minimized role. Um, and then you have pretty good players around that, Zubak and all those guys. So Reggie Jackson. Um, I don't know if they re-signed Batum, but Batum's been pretty key for them these yeah, last few did. years. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go Kawhi, and I'm really happy with this pick because honestly, Oren. I was praying you weren't going to take Kawhi because I didn't. Win, I did not want to be the guy who took Embiid. Um, even though MP, like you said, Embiid almost guarantees you points from our point system in that top five. Um, but I'm going to go Kawhi. Uh, so you're going for glory here. I think Kawhi, when he's fully healthy, man, he's one of the best players on the planet. Like yeah, he, he, on any given day, you could say he's top three in the world. So. But he's not going to play more than 54 games. But see, that's the thing. If if it's the Clippers, so like I don't trust them at all in terms of how they handle Kawhi. If it's the Raptors, I think twice about that. It's the Clippers. I think Kawhi dictates his terms. So do I. I think Kawhi dictates his terms. Like as much as Raptors were smart for the load management thing, I think mm-hmm. at least since then, Kawhi has dictated what how he wants to rest and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't think you need to play. Uh, more than 50 games to win the MVP just mm-hmm. because nobody plays 80 games anymore. None of these yeah. superstars are going to play 80 games. So if you're that good uh, in 50 games and nobody has like a season that is obviously like better than that, you can totally win it like that. He was, he was in the MVP conversation the year he left Toronto. And I think statistically that might've been his best year. I think he was at like 27 shooting almost 50% from the field, 38% from three, seven rebounds, five assists and a couple steals. Like this guy had an MVP level season, but guess what? He played 57 games. I personally think if he's in that range, 57, 62, 65, I think that's, that's enough. If again, going back to orange point, if the Clippers have a very, very good season. And I think if they stay healthy, to me, I think that's going to be a top three team in the West, top four team in the West. So, yeah, I think the, the better they do, the worse Kawhi's odds are because it's kind of that. And this may be a good segue into my pick if we're done. But like, yeah, I yeah. think it's that it's that sweet spot of you want to be really good because like the MVP typically is, is at the top of the conference. Mm-hmm. But also you want to be not so good that you can just rest like your superstar who just came back from an ACL injury. It's like a, com- it's like a competitive first, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. like Jokic last year is a good example. Without Jokic, that team's literally going nowhere. And so they had to play him 38 minutes a game or whatever it was. And he just, you know, um, like banked so many, so much, so many stats. I'm going, I also am looking for guys who are coming back to kill. And I don't think Kawhi ever comes back to kill. Kawhi's just a robot. He just like has his, his purpose and, and that's to win and whatever. Kevin Durant is coming back to kill. Mm-hmm. Like there has been so much negativity thrown his way. So Wait, much do you think doubt. he's heard the noise? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's he's, oh, he's only on. Uh, you know, he's not on any social medias to possibly. Be I feel aware. like that that hashtag blame KD thing is going to be a thing he does all year long. I'm just I'm calling it out. It's going to you're going to see it all season. They hit the sweet spot. They have a I think a, a very I think a very good team, not a great team. And if Garnet, if Durant doesn't play, they they could potentially fall into you know a losing streak that puts them in a position heading into the playoffs they definitely don't want to be in. So I don't think they're going to overplay KD like they did last year, but I do think they they're going to need him, and he's going to come back with a vengeance to kind of prove that this is his team. He isn't washed. Um, and also, he's just mad at everybody. So I'm taking he's Kevin pissed. Durant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And then I'm gonna take Jokic because, right. kind of like Oren's pick with um, Embiid. Like I don't think Jokic is gonna win three in a row. Be well, he's gonna get your points. He's getting you points. Yeah, he's gonna sure. get me points. And That's they it. if if and on one one hand, Porter Jr. and Murray coming back, you know, will affect his stats on the other hand they're going to win more games and he has a way better team around him not even including those guys and he's at the peak of his powers i think Jokic is going to have another awesome year and i'm happy to take him with my third pick um okay we're back to me so you guys yeah hold on let's talk about that i mean with Jokic, i think yeah i thought about him it's a good pick but yeah, I don't think he'll he'll finish first just because like they're trying to acclimate two guys, all stars, who were injured back in the lineup, and those guys are going to take a lot of shots away from Jokic. Can I so can I cut you off really quick, Oren? Michael yeah. Porter Jr. in those in those Rico Hines runs I was watching, <laughs> this is, he did the most Michael Porter Jr. thing ever. So he had Steph Curry on his team. Steph Curry and Trey is, Young. is is, is wi- yeah. yeah, and Trey Young, and he was wide open top of the arc. Michael Porter Jr. did a triple threat jab step, dribbled left. I think it was like a one dribble, and he pulled up for mid-range. And Steph is literally just standing there like that, just, just waiting for the ball, did not get the ball. Again, he made it, right, because everything that, that makes those Rico Hines uh, runs on YouTube is a highlight, right? So he made the shot. But it, it was just such a Michael Porter Jr. thing. So, um, yeah. I, If, if Michael Porter funny. Jr. comes back and he averages 18 and 7 – are you trading him at the deadline? No. Why would they trade him? He I don't know. Perfectly just, around Jokic. He does in theory. I just wonder like about his lack of defense, his to Sahel's point, his Health. inability to like oh. create for others, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're getting like an all star veteran. Injury prone. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're getting like a, it's not a lot of player better than him. Yeah, exactly. Someone that can help you now. Well, that'd be the idea. Him, in, him yeah. in like a pick or something for 
I don't know. You name because as as much as people rag on 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 MPJ for his lack of defense, I guess just people. Some people say lack of basketball IQ, but I mean, I personally think if you're a good basketball player, then you have to have high yeah. IQ. But just different um, vision. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I can see I can see a trade happening if again they get a player uh, that's a higher caliber, and I think a lot of teams in the league would would be interested in the Michael Porter Jr. as one of the core guys that they can build up. I personally sometimes look at Michael Porter Jr. and I go, if this guy is the second option on the team, forget first option, he can drop 24 a game. Like this is a, a guy who's just a bona fide, like he was born to score the ball. So, um, but again, yeah, like Oren said, comes down to health. Like you said, Aiden, um, for, for Michael Porter Jr. Um, it comes down to whether or not he can facilitate like like the Nuggets maybe want him to or want him to grow into. Yeah, I think one-year picks was really risky in KD because that team could be really bad or they could be really good and he could win MVP. And then the, the Jokic pick is just like, he's going to finish top five, but he's probably not going to win. Yeah. Um, are you guys ready? It's my it's my selection, right? I believe. Yep. So the last pick was Jokic from Aiden. Um this is where it gets a little tough. So I, I, as much as I want to follow my list, now I think I'm looking at the multiplier a little bit. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because this would be what my third pick, and then I got two more after this. So I'll leave my next two as like the, the wild cards, I guess you could call them. But I think this is a guy for me that I can see him being top five. I can't guarantee he'll get me points in our point system. But I'm going to go with um, the Boston Celtics um, star forward, Jason Tatum. Um, a lot of it comes down to me thinking that Boston's going to be the best team in the Eastern Conference this upcoming season. Um, so if they're the one seed, or even honestly, if they're the two seed, and Jason Tatum, who clearly is the best player on that team, if he plays like the best player on that team, um, he should be in the conversation. So I'm going to go Jason Tatum. I loved what he did this entire season through the playoff run. Made some huge strides. Struggled a little bit in the finals, but I mean, it was his first time there, so it's a shrug for me. But I'm going to go Jason Tatum. I can see him getting into the, like maybe fourth in the MVP voting, maybe third. Yeah. Of like a Paul George-esque season. Um, yeah. He was with OKC. We'll see. Yeah, I agree Tatum. with that thinking. I think he could get some votes. I just don't think he could win it because I think me too. voters yeah. will ultimately ask themselves, is this guy the best player in the league? And they're going to say no. Mm-hmm. So that being said, like the, the trouble, like the thing with the MVP is really, we're, we're talking about four to five guys. And then, and so then you've got to look at, well, who could suddenly make this big leap? And Tatum is one of those guys more yeah. so than really anybody else looking at, from the outside in. So, but I it's think it always more than four to five guys. Cause one of those guys is going to get injured. One of those guys is going to have their team not, succeed as much as normal you know what i mean like yeah but there's no there's no it's never anybody who really comes out of out of like the woodwork to win it or to get votes i guess to get to votes win it, it is to win it yeah like ja got votes last year uh damar got votes you know like nobody would have mm-hmm. expected that ahead of the season that's true uh yeah. okay i'm going old here I got my boy LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> Look, I don't have a lot of faith in the Lakers, to be honest with you, but there is a world in which the Lakers are top four, top five, 
and LeBron is just like doing the same thing that he's done every year. And this is a narrative pick. Like we know how much the media caps for LeBron. And if LeBron is, is having a good season uh, and the Lakers are winning because nobody expects the Lakers to win it. Like narrative is all about expectations. So like Jason Tatum, they expect him to win, but nobody expects the Lakers to win. So if they do, I think LeBron is going to get a ton of love Mm -hmm. and, I think he's going to like the last couple of seasons, he's gone hard. He's played a lot of minutes. He's played like every game he can. This is going to sound really harsh, Oren. This is going to sound really harsh for me. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. in advance to all the Westbrook stands out there. But if you switch Westbrook for Kyrie right now on the Lakers, I probably would have taken LeBron by now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because when you think of LeBron, like you said, it's, it's, he's going to have that MVP level season. It's just about, is he going to finish eight seed, ninth seed? fifth seed like you don't know right so uh um, yeah. but he's lebron so that's never a bad thing pat bev didn't do it for you <laughs> pat no, bev, love I- him love him and i'm in the minority i mean and i think i've said this before on, on wrap up i'm in the massive minority or or the minor minority of people who actually admire patrick beverly i know at times he can come off as a guy who I don't know. Like he gets accused of everything of just injuring people and this and that. But um, I love dogs. I love dogs. I, I just do. So I'm I'm happy LeBron gets to play with one in in Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I think that's a good point. But I think the Lakers will make more trades. Like LeBron signed what, what that extension. What are you trying to say? What? I think the team's just going to improve. And so he's going to have a better chance of winning games. Uh-huh. I don't think it'll be Kyrie, but I think like, they're going to trade their future picks. They're going to get better. I don't know if Westbrook's out of there, uh, but I would I would probably bet on it, honestly. Buddy Heald? I've been hearing a lot of Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald. Mike Conley makes sense there. Miles Turner? Um, yeah. Could be could be like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner trade. Yeah, I mean, they'll find a way to improve. They're all in, and I could see LeBron having a big year. Yeah. Next pick, I mean, at this point, I'm going into the bonus. Here we go. Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> ja is the only guy r- remaining who's not in the bonus, but I'm not going to pick him. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, this is a mishmash. Like, this is tough. I'm going to go with. Don't do it. I'm going to go with Trey Young. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay yeah. with you doing that. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I just. I had someone else in mind until like a minute ago. And then I saw Trey young and I said, I kind of like that more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, similar argument. Atlanta is a surprise top four seed and Trey is just, he's gotten better every year. And so there's no reason to think like, and the team completely revolves around him similar to like a Luca. Mm-hmm. So if they can figure out the team success with the Trey success, if they can merge that this year, then he could win. Yeah, Maybe. that's what it comes down to for Atlanta. Just yeah. uh, can they win, which is yeah. really weird considering all the talent they have. But um, oh, Collins, I should be I putting know. multipliers. Okay, yeah, is yeah. Trey the Mar- first multiplier? Yeah, he is. Just, he is. Oh, yes. you guys. You guys are pansies. No, no you're the, uh, what, that was pick four for you. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> okay so you have I, one more Warren? i no, i was just say it. that like i don't think a guy like trey young can ever win the mvp mm. why he just like he's 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 too minuscule 
If he wins the MVP, Aiden, is he the worst uh, defender as an MVP ever in the history of the league? Yeah, and I think people would maybe suggest Steve Nash is like the other guy, but but Steve Nash's impact on the game overall, I think, was was greater than Trey Young's. Both in like as like but a, Steph a, won MVP before he became a good defender. He wasn't a terrible defender. Like he, he was pretty bad back then. He, he was, was bad, bad, Oren, but there's levels, man. Like I see the stat come up of Trey Young, every advanced stat saying he's the worst defender. In the okay, league, but if they win a lot of games, nobody cares if Trey Young is bad. That's true. Defender. That's true. Yeah. But do you know, but there have been guys like DeMar who, you know, have like these insane offensive seasons, but then they're just they're. I mean, part of is the bulls fell off, but like they just they're they're hamstrung by the fact that they have zero defensive impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we're getting into the weeds here. I don't know. I tell you, I know. And it's going to be ironic, probably, with if, the guy. If I Trey shoots fire. like forty-four percent from three, you know, and has like a historical shooting season, and they win a lot of games, I just don't think the defense will matter in the eyes of voters that much. Yeah. Who who guys do you remember uh, offhand did Atlanta add this year? Because I know they lost uh, Kev- Kevin. I always mess up his name. Kevin, Kevin Herter, Herter. Yeah. I always say Kyle Herter. I don't know why. Um, I said Kevon Herter last time. <laughs> Um, they didn't add like anyone of substance, did they? Dejounte Murray, man. Oh, Dejounte. Yeah. Murray. Okay. Oh, I totally forgot about that when I made my pick. Whew, that's Dejounte Murray, baby. <laughs> but that could be in his favor, right? Like that. You're right. Defensively, it could, but offensively, the ball won't be in his hands as much. So honestly, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, right, too so late. I'll tell you. Oh man, okay, so I'm definitely doing a multiplier here. Um, let me look at my list just for reference. You got Luca, Kawhi, and Tatum so far. Aiden has Giannis, KD, and Jokic, and I have Steph, Embiid, Braun, and Trey. Okay. Um, oh man, okay. Um, This is where it gets crazy. Are you guys ready? Okay, I need you to sit up. <laughs> okay, so I know who you're ready, man. I know who you're taking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pascal Siakam. I knew you were taking him. I'm, I swear to I'm God, gonna, I knew it. I'm gonna go Pascal Siakam <laughs> as um, my fourth selection, and he's a. If you guys can see on the screen, he's a plus ten thousand odd player. He's um, so far down the list. He's not even on the screen. Yeah, so Pascal oh, Siakam's there. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Pascal. I think Raptors, if everything goes right and they stay healthy, they will be a top four, four-ish team in the league. Um, I think Raptors can have that, like, crazy season where they just end up as a two-seed. It's like, whoa, what just happened, you know, um, if everything goes right. So, um, and then Pascal, to me, best player on the team. Um, I think – it really hurts to me that NBA fans, I know obviously the majority of our base watching Raptors Republic are Raptors fans, but it just, it really irks me, irritates me and, and annoys me. Maybe hurt is a little, is a little too much, but um, that Pascal Siakam just isn't respected. Like he should be in NBA circles. Like this is a guy who started playing basketball at 16. Like I don't want to get into the whole story, but he shouldn't be this good, this fast. He just shouldn't. Right. And um, he's coming off of an all NBA selection these Rico Hines runs, he just looks like classic Pascal. 
um, unguardable. And the fact that, by the way, we were talking about Patrick Beverly earlier. He mentioned Pascal Siakam's name. He looked at everybody in that group and he said, not everybody here is a Pascal Siakam. So, um, I mean, if he has the respect of his peers like that, I think he deserves that from fans as well. So I'm going to go Pascal. People can think I'm insane. Honestly, people can think I'm crazy. Um, you know, it just, I'm going Pascal. I mean, we're in multiplier zone. I told you guys, it's about to get spicy very soon. There it is. It's about I to think get spicy I, right now. It makes sense because I think Toronto figured out in the latter part of the season that Pascal is the number one option and the centrifugal force of this team mm-hmm. moving forward. And so, like, he's going to have higher volume, higher reps. And and he's figured out how to play make. And he's one of the better defenders on the team. Like, there is certainly a recipe there for him to be, like, certainly an all-star, if not in, in discussion for MVP. Plus 10,000. We might have to change yeah. the rules a bit, guys, because I think the multiplier should be a little bit higher. Plus hey man, it's not our fault that you went that far down the list. <laughs> I uh, I agree. He was actually going to probably be my next pick. And I think the the route is that, like, narrative-wise, it makes a lot of sense because w- w- whether or not you like it, like, the Raptors are underrated and, and, and they're underdogs and a lot of people don't watch them that much. But if the Raptors do come out hot and win a ton of games and they're a top three seed, People are going to tune in and watch and they're going to see, oh, this Pascal guy has no spacing and yet the ball is always in his hands and yet he consistently finds ways to win on both ends. Like people will just see it the more they watch the Raptors. And so if if the Raptors have real team success, I think he could get in that top five. How many guys in the the league, really quick, Aiden, how many guys in the league are there that at their best are elite on both ends of the floor? Like Dude, you don't have to you don't have to sell right. it to us, but I do think yeah. like a nobody else pays attention to the Raptors, and b <laughs> if the Raptors do get to the second seed, I think it's probably because guys like Precious and Scotty like elevate their game. Yeah, but that doesn't it, matter. I don't. Well, think. it could. That, it it could, and even if like Scotty is an all star and Fred is an all star, though, all these teams that we just mentioned, all like Jokic and and Giannis, these guys are playing with all stars. Right, it's it just matters who's the best. But there's more. Yeah, yeah. I just think further down the line, it's like with Milwaukee, there's three guys, and then it drops off dramatically. With Toronto, it's like you could look at me after Pascal. There's like five guys that I could list that could could average twenty points or multiple. I guess you know. So it's like Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more difficult. Especially you could also say there's no one as good as Drew Holiday. At, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the second yeah, yeah, yeah. best player and, is yeah, a yeah, yeah. step under. And this is a quintessential MVP, like philosophical debate, right? It's like, is it the guy who has nobody on his team and they've only, they're only a 500 win team, but if without the, without that guy, they would be garbage. Yeah. Or is it the guy who has two semi all-stars by him? Like, like that's always, that argument has always gone both directions and it is a problem with, I know, not uh, Bill Simmons is our favorite guy, but he really talks about like valuable player, maybe being the wrong term. Yeah. Well, it's Um, intentionally vague for sure. mm -hmm. I think it just depends on whatever out of those two things is more impressive that year. Cause you don't always get a Jokic carrying a top, a a top five seed with like players you literally don't know. I still sit there to this day and think about how the hell Jokic did that last season. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not common. 
Especially yeah. with his style of play. Yeah. Okay. Um, that... Good picks, Al. Homer pick. I respect Thanks, it. Man. Gotta yeah, do it. Okay, Aiden. For the crowd. Okay. I don't, my problem is I like cheering for guys that I want to win. Um, and so, like, I don't really love the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker uh, just kind of rubs me the wrong way. So I'm not <sighs> going to choose him. Orn. I'm okay, not but... taking Devin Booker. Okay. So who are you picking? I am taking <laughs> Damian Lillard because I think, uh, again, this is another guy who is due his respect. I I like this Portland team, I think, more than a lot of other They're gonna be people, better, man. people do. But I think they are going to be good. Mm-hmm. And if Dame – the question is his health, I know. But at 4,000 odds, plus 4,000 odds, I like, I like that. I think, like, Dame – like I was saying earlier with the Trey Dames, another guy who's not exactly known for his defense, but he has the persona and he has the, the, uh, the rep uh, across the league as like a top dog. And I think that goes a long way. So he, if Portland does suddenly become the four seed out of nowhere, they're going to look right at Dame and, and, and get and attribute it to him. So that's my one pick. And then my big swing for the fences is Anthony Edwards. Because if Minnesota suddenly vaults as well, it's not going to be because of Cat. We know what we know what Cat is as a player and what he's done. And it's not definitely not going to be just because of Gobert's defense. It's going to be because Ant is suddenly like a superstar, kind of like Jaw became last year. And um I think just like Oren said with Jaw getting a couple of votes his way, I could see Ant with that smile and the pizzazz of his game getting some votes thrown his way too. I'm just I'm I'm angry. You took my pick, but is I it really, Ant? I love or I love Ant. Anthony Edwards, man. Yeah. I love Anthony Edwards. My so rebuttal to Ant is actually what <laughs> I just argued the opposite side of because I'm dumb. But like <laughs> there is a certain extent to where talent overshadows your number one option and i think rudy uh cat and uh what's his name d'angelo russell all three of them that is he's just gonna so be gone talent to where i think he's gonna be gone or and that's what's gonna happen it's gonna it's gonna be like that it's gonna be like for years cat has had this team and they've been garbage and then and then yes gobert arrives but and like his game vaults to such a level that he just drags this team to a fifth seed. Like that's kind of how I see it happening. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell has to be the fourth option on a good team if yeah. they want to be good. And and so like I think they could be way better than a fifth seed. Yeah, and yeah. and if and I think if that happens, it's because Ant is like is I don't know like a like a poor version of Kobe Bryant or something. He's you know, like he star. just yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Fair I mean, at, at, like I said, Ant would have been my next pick, and that hurts because, like, I was. Uh, this is like the one I was just gonna immediately get off, and um, I think Anthony Edwards this year is gonna prove he's one of the best shooting guards in the world. Um, I see when I watch that guy, I see immense, like immense talent. Like I, we talk about flashes, isn't even the right word. Like last year, we kind of saw the little the, the breakout. This year, I think we're gonna see like a bona fide. I think this is where his all star run starts. Is what I'm trying to say. Like this is where you see Anthony Edwards all star run just take off. And I'm glad too that they have Gobert. If it works out, 
I mean, they're going to start winning games. And if you win games and you're in that three to six seed range in the West, you're probably going to have two all-stars. So uh, he has the electricity of a John Morant, but he has Mm -hmm. the size and the shooting range to be that much better. Does he remind you guys? And I, again, I don't mean this disrespectfully because I think this guy's the third best shooting guard of all time, but does he remind you guys a little bit of D Wade in terms of electricity? Uh, Maybe not as defensively stout, but just can almost do everything. Yeah, like, he's not as he's not as shifty and like slashery as Dwayne Wade was. Like Dwayne Wade didn't really like Dwayne Wade's game early on was at the rim all the time. Mm-hmm. And the the game is different that Ant doesn't play. But that's what I'm saying. Way. I feel like if Dwayne Wade came up in this era, I think Maybe. it would be a lot I I don't know. I see similar traits. Not exactly the same player, but I see similar traits. And I think Anthony Edwards should be aiming for that type of ceiling. Um you know, one of the best shooting guards to ever play. I think, and I think honestly, if things go right, he could possibly get there. I have a lot maybe, of belief in Anthony Edwards. Maybe like T Mac a better better comparison, or yeah. maybe, maybe even I like Vince. His, I don't know. I like his uh, I like his pull up game. T Mac has one of the best pull up games of all time, and I like Anthony Edwards. He's growing there a lot. So the fact he's that I mean, he's easy to too. Yeah, yeah. Defensively, he he'll, I think mentioned. he'll have a big year. He'll get a lot of steals because he got Rudy backing him up now. He'll yeah. be ultra aggressive, but yeah, go ahead, Sal. Um, okay, so did you? Even I pick? am going you didn't to pick. go. I didn't pick yet because I was so enamored with you selecting Anthony Edwards. Um, I am going to go with. So I took Pascal with my last pick. I'm gonna. I feel like this is a Warren's pick. I'm gonna go. You know what? Actually, I, I was gonna say Zion, but I'm gonna go Kyrie. I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving. Wow. I like Kyrie yeah. more than Zion. I yeah, do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving. And that's not to say Zion. I don't think he's gonna come back and have a great year. I think he will. But I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving because I think, at least I think, and I hope he thinks this way. But <laughs> I think he has. But I think he has a lot. Like when I say a lot to prove, I'm talking like the world is on his shoulders. And I think Kyrie can deal with that type of pressure on the court. I think he's one of the best. Um, Probably right now he doesn't think like you think. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, the tweets, the tweets, and all that. But um, I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving. I think the Nets. Again, now we're in like best case scenario, and that's why you keep hearing me say it. In best case scenario, I think the Nets have a very good year. Kyrie's healthy. Kyrie, uh, sorry, Kyrie's healthy. Kevin's healthy, um, and then all the role players stay relatively healthy. They got Joe Harris back to the Joe Harris we used to know from a couple of years ago. Um, did I just remind you? Did I just take Joe Harris from you? Is that who you're going to take next? Or? No. Um, no, I just realized none of us took Ja. Yeah. Well, you still have a pick left. Yeah, I know. And now it's like, uh, I don't really or, want to. Don't do that, man. You haven't taken Sorry. any multiplier picks. Oh, no, you took one. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm not going to stretch it out too long. I'm going to go Kyrie Irving. Um, a lot of people won't like this, but I think. Uh, I mean, it's my opinion. What do I care? He's one of my favorite players, I think, to ever play the game. Um, yeah. I have his jersey. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go Kyrie Irving. Plus 10,000 odds two two times in a row, guys. Beat that. Beat it. Yeah. Okay. I'm tempted to pick Ja. It would be the reasonable pick, but I'm going to have fun mm, instead and okay, pick the old man, Chris Paul. Um, <laughs> no, like, nice. This is what I thought you were doing with the – Malcolm with the Booker. Phoenix thing, yeah, oh. uh, but no, I think Chris Paul last year was definitely the be- better player on that team. I think everyone got scared because of how he played at the end of that series, 
and everyone's like oh he all of a sudden got old that same week of the series it's like yeah he did tire out but look age at this point in the nba we're all trying to figure out when these guys tail off we don't really know the answers but if chris paul comes back and does what he did last year and phoenix is another top three seed i could totally see him getting votes and that's about it um before i show each of our teams let's all go ahead and say like one honorable mention mine the guy who i was gonna take if i didn't take chris paul was brandon ingram so was mine Uh, yeah i think i think the pelicans are gonna be really good and i think ingram is the leader of that team even though zion's coming back zion is a big question mark yeah are you going with a different person, Aiden, or no? Are you guys, just, are you guys I, agreeing on that? I one? will concur. Oh, that was be my guy. Oh, that's fair. That's a that's, that's an amazing intervention. Yeah, yeah, that's really good because I agree with both of you. I think Pelicans are going to be really good this year. Um, I am going to go with my. I want to say Lamelo so badly, but it's like realistically, what is he walking into? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? That, it's that team. That team is just. Uh, um, I am going to go for mine. Uh, let's see. Half I'm gonna go Paul. Podcast. I'm gonna go Paul George. I'm gonna go Paul George. Right. Half of the podcast has been me me going, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go Paul George. I think uh same similar reason to why I picked Kawhi. I think Clippers are gonna be a top two, three seed this year. Wouldn't be surprised if they're number one. Um, and I think if Paul George has a good enough season, um I think he can be in the top five conversation uh, where he's like a bona fide yeah. all-star and all that. So I'm going to go Paul George for my, for my honorable mention. So I'm going to do two. Okay, just, fans are going to hate me. Just a reminder of the rules here. And then here we'll go team by team. This is Aiden's team. Let's, let's pick the best team. Aiden yeah. got a center. He got, okay. You got a great front court. Wait, best team. Yeah, Aiden best has actually for, no, 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 best team. Wow. Like Aiden, you actually have a one, two, three, four, and five. So yeah, great team you. probably beats ours on a court. Yeah. No, mine's you know in a in a Rico Hines run. Okay, let me see mine. Is it is it yeah, me next? Sahal's team is Luke. Sahal has the wings. Oh yeah, team. I'm winning. Sahal's modern. He's well, got you the don't modern have a NBA center. team. You, you don't, don't need a center because you got to imagine it. This is Rico Hines runs. You don't need a in center. Case. Who said it was Rico Hines? This is the NBA run. Kyrie's not passing to anyone, so you don't have a point guard either. I hate to bring it to you. Kawhi's only playing in every second Rico Hines run, so it's the (laughs) you had to find a sub. Oh, I'm not winning. My team's way too small. I got three six footers. No, but then I do have a center and a wing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the Chris Paul pick kind of screwed me. I should have taken a. And your average age is like thirty four. That's not what we're doing here, man. Yeah, is my age too old? Well, I got three oldies, yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Well, we pray for health. That was good. That was a really <laughs> fun exercise. I'm, I, You know what? Yeah. The fact that we started with MVP first, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, like Orton Aiden said, for everybody watching, we are going to have a ton more of these, hopefully, with different awards. Um, rookie of the year, coach of the year, most improved, six man, all that good stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to it. this. Was, this was a lot of fun. I honestly, yeah. now that I think back on it, you know, when I was coming into this, I told you guys before we even started recording that I was just going to go crazy the entire time, you know, start off maybe with Pascal. Yeah, you're you know conservative what? to, as hell, man. I had three well, we all picks. have. 
We all have, yeah, the same yeah. amount of. I feel like everyone had three safe picks and then two like picks that yeah. they wanted to see yeah, in that conversation, swings. right? Yeah, the, so. it, it'll get spicier because the, it opens up in a lot of the other drafts. The MVP is is a lot more chalky. It's true than these other ones. But yeah, if you enjoyed this, stay tuned because we're going to do all the other awards, and then at the end of the year, we're going to compile it and. The winner will win like two hundred dollars a subway or something, and, and <laughs> subway. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, subway. I hate subway. So that's like a that's a whatever, man. We'll think of something. Um, thanks for joining us. Like us, subscribe to us, follow us on YouTube and the Twitter zone, and wherever else you get your content. We'll catch you later.